listening to the Fantasy Whisper Podcast with your hosts, Johnny, Game Time Hicks, and Big Travi. Wow, hello and welcome to the Fantasy Whispers Podcast. That's Big Travi and I'm Johnny Game Time Hicks and we're here to give you that fantasy football fix here on this awesome Friday. Big Travi, we got episode number 27. Are you sure it's 27 this time? I am I am sure it's 27 this time. And we are going over the second half of the preview games for this weekend. Dude, I'm pretty pumped about these ones. Uh, we got we got some good games still left on the slate, so we're gonna walk you through that. But first, we Travis, save the best one for last. I can't wait to get into that okay. one. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited. A little Johnny. foreshadowing there. But if you aren't ready for this episode, you can always catch our last episode on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Or head on over to YouTube and go ahead and hit that subscribe and bell. And you'll get updates anytime we release new content on there. As well as head on over to thefantasywhispers.com. You can check out our rankings and our weekly sit and starts. If you have any questions. Yeah, it's always a, always a great stop right before at the, you know, when you're getting ready to tinker with all your lineup decisions on that Saturday before or Sunday morning. And as Johnny said... If you go over to Instagram on Sunday morning, you can catch our lineup show. We go over all yep. the lineups, all the news and notes of Sunday morning. Everybody knows how those updates go off. Well, it's this is our job. We live yep. for this. Yep. So we go through all those updates for you, and we will go live on Instagram. You can ask us your lineup questions there. We will answer them faithfully for about 20 to 30 minutes, get you prepped, get you ready to dominate your league, Johnny. Yep, and it's also a great uh, follow there on Instagram because we will we do on our Instagram story live updates along the way. So if a player gets injured or maybe you know you're not seeing his stats go up, go ahead and click on our our little story, and if he's injured, we will put it up on our story. So it's a great follow for information as well. All right, Travis, you ready to jump into today's it. show? All right, let's do it, buddy. Rock and roll. All right. First on the slate, we have the Jets at the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is like uh, a super a barn burner. Yeah, this is going to be a quick one to go through here. We got a, an, a Vegas over under of 38.5. The Jags are favored by seven coming into this game. Travis, what's your over under for the number of interceptions the Jags are going to are going to get this weekend. I'm I'm going to say I'm going to say two and a half. Two and a half. I is think a, three. I think three safe number, three picks. Darnold is already over. a guy that's yeah. I think three is the way to go here and that's just because Darnold is a a pick thrower and he's a rookie. So yeah. Jaguars are elite. Listen, the low point total plus the fact that the Jets are a massive underdog means stay away from anybody for fantasy reasons here. If you're really desperate to play a Jet, you need to play a Jet. It's Quincy Anunua for me, especially yeah. in PPR. He He's not getting deep routes, but he is a go-to for Darnold. And then Bilal Powell, if you need a running back that's got some you know, pass-catching ability that will have usage, it's Bilal Powell. But other than that, like, and even them, I'm not feeling great about it. It makes me feel uneasy. As far as the Jaguars, though, Johnny, it's this passing offense I really can't figure out. Do you have faith in Keenan Cole each week? Not yet. Uh, I mentioned this last week's episode that 
I wasn't ready to crown him a surefire wide receiver one or even a wide receiver two because even when you look at the target shares, it's like, yeah, he he should, in theory, be the number one wide receiver, except for Blake Bortles is kind of just spreading the ball around to everybody. So it's it's hard to say that on this game, this player is going to be the wide receiver one or number one option for Blake Bortles. So I... I don't mind him. I don't mind playing Keelan Cole in this game, but my confidence level in that he's going to return really good value is pretty minimal. So I, I'm not sure I'm I'm feeling confident about starting any of these wide receivers. Travis. I don't you, blame you. Yeah, and and yeah. <laughs> I mean there's nothing. Yeah, but I, I guess I just answered that yeah, one. Yeah, for you. There you go. So the bottom line is it's like Keelan Cole is a nice play, uh, but, you know, hasn't seen a red zone target all year. I need to see it more. I need yeah. to see Bortles be more consistent because I thought he was going to be a nice streaming option for a few weeks, and he's really fallen. He really failed that test so far. Well, it's kind of um, crazy. So, yeah. It's kind of crazy because that was a great stat you just you just threw up is that he's not seen a red zone target yet all year, yet he's their tallest wide receiver at 6'4". Yeah. So you would think that, like, Oh, I'm going to I'm just going to throw one up at least to try to get it. You know, we yeah, saw the spectacular happens. catch before, but yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but what is your confidence level in they're saying Fournette uh, can go. We don't have any word to this point uh, and possibly by the time this show is released, we'll have, do we have more information. Do we have a word to your mother. A word to I don't I need. To, that's a great. Yeah. I'm going to write that down because I like that. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get that drop. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but what's your what's your confidence level in this is a 7 point over uh, you know a 7 point spread here and you have Leonard Fournette Let's, coming into this game banged up or is he do you think he's going to get a full workload? Fire him up regardless. He's a, bet, a good bet to be yeah, at least score a touchdown because yes, exactly. He's going to be involved in the red zone. They're going to be in scoring position against this Jets team. Um I, I fire him up. You just saw what Carlos Hyde did to the Jets in the red zone. Like he scored two touchdowns. He had a monster. Oh no. Facts. Don't do this to me. Travis, you there? Yo. Yo. Sorry okay. about that. No, you're good. I'll just, it's not a problem. I can edit you it. You just, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, Ready? Go. You just saw what Carlos Hyde did against the Jets in that red zone. Yeah. Uh, so that he scored two monster touchdowns. He had a huge game. So for me, yeah, whoever plays here, even both have a shot here, I think, probably at scoring. Um, but I would definitely roll with Fournette. You've drafted him high for a reason. you got to roll him out there. He's going to be in scoring range. All right. So let's move on to a game that may maybe should have some more points in it. Yeah. Uh, and that's the Eagles at the Titans. Listen, Wentz is back. We talked about the fact that Alshon Jeffrey might be coming back. Eagles. Eagles are in Tennessee against the Titans. It's a 41-point over-under, so a few more points than the game before with Philly favored by four. 
Listen, the it, the Eagles continue to have this carousel at the running back position, a broken down carousel at that. But I kind of like Clement or Smallwood as a potential flex play, you know, if Jay Ajayi, who hasn't practiced yet, is going to be out. Yeah, I would I would second that opinion. We saw that Sven, Wendell Smallwood actually had carved out a, a nice little role there coming into last game. So if Jay Ajayi isn't a go for this game, and I don't expect us to know... I don't expect us to know until Sunday, unfortunately. So make sure you stay tuned. But if yeah, I would be fine with them as a flex play. I'm not expecting a huge game out of them. If they if they do, I don't I don't I would be kind of surprised considering what we saw last week. Neither one of them were, you know, blew your socks off. But Travis, the big And even if Jay Ajayi plays for me, he's a he's a stay away candidate. I think now what we've seen with these other backs come to life is they may not be so I mean, we saw it in that game one. He didn't get usage till the second half because they he was coming back from a foot injury then. So what are they going to do with him if he's coming back from a back injury? I don't think they're going to use him very much until yeah. a couple weeks, until he can prove a couple weeks he's durable enough to get through this. Then I think he could reassume the goal line back duties. All right. If Alshon plays, are you trusting him, Travis? No, no, yeah, not yet. Me neither. The rotator cuff injury is tough. I, I think this is going to be an Ertz game. If Alshon comes back, that's probably even better for Ertz. Yeah. If Alshon is back, Dallas Goddard, who I think would be a nice stream without Alshon, goes away for me, and I think it's Alshon and Ertz only. But Dallas Goddard is worth a stream to me if Alshon doesn't go. And then I think he could be a nice secondary weapon. Are you starting Carson Wentz in this game? Because I have him, I'm, yeah, I I'm think gonna, it, I have him pretty low in I my quarterback decent, I think he's a decent play. I would still like to ramp him up. So if, like we've talked about this before, if you took another quarterback who went later and Wentz, um, mm-hmm. some examples were or maybe Drew Brees who fell down a little bit later. Yeah, you're rolling Drew Brees out all day now. Right. I would look to maybe move Wentz if you could. Hope he pops. I think some of these other guys that we're seeing, uh, and it's just based on the surrounding talent talent for Wentz. His his team is not as good or potent as it was last year, in my opinion. All right. For the and Titans, it's kind of Deion Lewis only, right? Yeah. Like, are you uh, comfortable starting anybody else on Tennessee? Corey Davis, maybe, as a flex spot, mm-hmm. depending on what you have. I could definitely see you starting him in a 12-team league. He's getting a lot of targets, which you you like that part. But the this Marcus Mariota injury scares me. They're... They're not yeah. being really open. I mean, they, they are in a sense are saying, oh, he, he doesn't have nerve you know, feelings in his fingertips. But I will say that Carson Palmer had this injury a few years ago, Travis, and it, it was a few games that he had. I think he had missed like four to six games, something like that with this because he wasn't getting right. And as we know, like when you're throwing the last part of your hand that is on that football are your fingertips. So mm. it's it's a big part and it affects the throw a lot. So I don't say that I'm I'm super confident in rolling out Corey Coleman, but um, if I need to, I or uh, if I or sorry, Corey Corey Coleman, Coleman is Corey. someone yeah no, no, I'm no. trying to get out of yeah yeah, yeah. no 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 Did not you? Corey Coleman sorry Corey Davis uh, oh is, god I just did it too yeah <laughs> so but yeah I I would sell I would sell Corey Davis at this point. And I would go to an owner and just beat the beat the fact that he has a ton of targets. That's 
Yeah, you, you know that's your only calling card at this right. point because Mariota may not even have an elbow anymore. Like yeah, they may right. have physically <laughs> removed it. So, all right. Speaking uh, so of calling cards, we had the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers, huh? A <laughs> Cleveland Browns. I mean, they were just getting as much hype as the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Browns at the Raiders. There's a new king in Cleveland. Baby. Hey, that's what they're saying all week long. Uh, this over-under is at 45 points. Oakland is favored by three. Travis, is the hype around Baker Mayfield too big? Are you willing to start him this week against Oakland? I think he's a decent uh, he's a decent upside streamer i just there's so many other options for me at quarterback i'm not putting baker mayfield in like we're going to talk about joe flacco here in a bit i'd rather probably have joe flacco in my lineup andy dalton is a good streamer uh there are like even even i would take probably well maybe not but i would not take dalton over i would not take dalton oh i would definitely take I would take Dalton over Baker Mayfield. We can do a whisper wager bet on that for sure. Dalton is playing. Dalton is playing. That is playing Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, never mind. I I take that back. Yeah, exactly, that back. dude. Yeah, I their was defense to get is terrible. Yeah. So, anyways, I want to get into this though. Beyond Baker, let's get past Baker for a second. Let's talk about the weapons that are around him because that's really what is important here. How does he affiliate himself with those weapons? And for me. The biggest beneficiaries are going to be Landry and Hyde. Yeah. Now, we saw that in that Thursday night game. They're just a little bit more foolproof when it comes to his style of play. His pinpoint accuracy, his ability to move the chains, his decision-making is really good. I like Landry and Hyde season long going forward. The guy I'm really – like the guys I want to look at is Callaway. He got a ton of targets. He's the only deep guy for that offense right Right. now. He's the only deep route runner. Him and Baker had a, a very nice chemistry in the preseason. That yep. was his go-to And their rookies, guy. they came in together. They, they, they roomed together, to right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't, no, no, no. It's Chubb. Because well, he, he, he had yeah, And he had the RV. He had the, yeah, uh, the quarterback Yeah, they had the RV. That's right. Um, but David Njoku is a stash for me. I'm not playing him. If you can sta- if you can afford to stash a tight end or keep an mm-hmm. eye on a tight end, it's Njoku. He did have some chemistry with Baker and Baker. We've seen young tight end or young quarterbacks favor the tight end, but Najoku's just kind of been a massive disappointment. Mm-hmm. Not just massive because he's a large human being, but massive because he's been a massive disappointment. So for me, take a look at Najoku. I would like to actually hold on Duke Johnson just because of running back being so thin and mm-hmm. see if he can get more involved with Baker. Is Baker going to work them more? Yeah. I don't know because of Carlos Hyde, but we'll see. I mean, uh, God, I'm blanking on the coach's name. Hugh Jackson oh, hey, talks yeah. about it all the time that he wants to Wolverine. get Duke involved, but they haven't done it. So, yeah. All right. Going to the other side of the ball, Travis, we have Marshawn Lynch, who has seen many touchdown or re- end zone jumps, I should say. Um, <laughs> what is your confidence? Plunges. He scored a Yeah, plunges. Exactly. What's crazy is he's he's looked pretty good in the few games that he's played so far, but it he's not getting the carries that we both expected him to get. And kind of frankly, what John Gruden had kind of said when he was coming into this, into this year. Yeah. Oh, I just kind of disagree that he's looked good. Now he hasn't gotten a lot of usage, but he's only had 3.5 yards per carry. Um, and in the touchdowns have saved him this year, Johnny. So like, I think that's really the deal. 
I don't think that I think eventually as the season goes on, this is going to wear down and he's not going to be like as they get out of games, he's not going to be worked as much. Right. That's uh, the, the, and, and I just, but they I are think favored that's in the this concern. Game. They are favored. In yeah, this they game. are favored. They and, are at home. They are favored in this game. I think that they could show up and win this game. Although I did bet on the Browns to win this game. I, yes, um, I was going to say, I, I would, if I the bet of the week right here, I think the Cleveland Browns will beat the Raiders. Call yeah, it now. I, Baker I Mayfield will be 2-0. and Baker Mania will be going nuts. Jesus. We have that, now officially changed our name from the Fantasy Whispers to the Baker Mayfield Show, hosted hey, by okay, Johnny I'm, Hicks. I'm okay with that. All right, just real quick before we move on to the next game, Travis, do you want to touch now, on wait. Jordy Nelson? And, yeah. uh, and Here's the thing. It's a great matchup because the opposing wide receiver won against Cleveland this year, Cleveland's given up the second most points to that position, wide receiver one. But the thing with Oakland is, is who is the wide receiver one? Is it Amari Cooper? Hey. Is it Jordy Nelson? Is it Jared Cook? Like, just, who? Just like the commercial, the E-Trade commercial, nobody knows. And that's exactly how it is. Like, it, <laughs> one week it's Jordy, one week it's, 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 it's Cook. The other week, it's Amari Cooper. It's another toss-up. It's just I'm, like the I'm Jags. I'm picking up Jordy. I'm picking up Jordy because he could be that Crabtree guy this year. I'm stashing him. I'm not playing him yet. If you yeah. need a desperation flex, maybe. Uh, but I'm not I'm not trusting anything till I see it a couple more times. So speaking of offenses, I don't trust. This is two offenses coming together that I do not trust at all. That's the Seattle Seahawks are playing the Arizona Cardinals in your backyard, Johnny. A very low over under of 38 and a half. Seattle favored by three. Got to be excited that your guys' quarterback of the future is starting. Yeah. Does this mean you can be excited about David Johnson? I think I I do think that you can somewhat be excited about David Johnson because in order to take the pressure off of Josh Rosen, they're going to have to run the ball more. And I know we've been saying that the first three weeks, but you look at how bad David Johnson has been, how bad David Johnson has been through the first three weeks. And yet he has two of the three Arizona Cardinals touchdowns that they've scored so far. He's getting 17% market share of the team's passing downs, and he's getting over 80% of the, of the care, the running back carries. So his, his floor is, is low, but his floor is right now. And it's, he's an RB two at his floor. I think that, with Josh Rosen, they'll they'll run it a little bit more to alleviate pressure off of him, and therefore we could see maybe I don't think he'll get back to the David Johnson that we saw two years ago, but I think no. a, a, a back end RB one I think is where is going to be more realistic. So back end RB one, uh, high. No, I'm going to say RB two. I say high I'm gonna R- say, RB two. I'm going to say mid RB two, and the reason I say that is because I just don't believe in Mike McCoy. I think that this offense, regardless of Rosen, I think Rosen has talent. And I think by the end of the, you know, they'll eventually move on from Mike McCoy. I foresee. I just, I have yeah, this crystal ball. He might get fired ball. after this I next just, game. <laughs> like, I can just kind of sense <laughs> yeah. that, uh, hey, it's a, like, Mike it's McCoy's a, not It's a whisper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what? for me, what I'm trying to get at here is I think David Johnson is similar to Todd Gurley from the year before McVay came, where he had his... He, he had yeah. a year where we were disappointed, but he was still an RB2 because of the volume. He was still yeah. the only guy there. We just were like, what the heck's wrong? He was a really good talent. Yeah. Same with David Johnson. 
ultra talented. They are just not figuring and scheming out good ways to get him the ball. That's on coaching. That's not on him. I am not trusting in this coaching staff, at least on the offensive side. Mm -hmm. And if Wilkes gets it right and moves on quick enough, we could see an uptick. I mean, we've seen coordinators come in and midseason and keep the job. And Jim Bob Cooter in Detroit is an example. You know, the offensive coordinator gets fired. He picks up the slack. You want to know how they well, get so it maybe... right? You want to know how they get it right? They turn around and hand the ball off to David Johnson, their best yeah, player on the entire team. It's not difficult. But Travis, anyway, are you moving starting... on to the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, are you are you starting Larry Fitzgerald? He's getting the majority I of the market you, man, but there's not a lot of he's banged up. There. I actually, I'm actually not starting him, and but I'm not dropping him yet because I want to see what happens with the breakdown with him and then Christian Kirk. Yeah, Chris, because deep stash. Kirk is a guy that Rosen likes. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. And he had 90 yards last week. I don't think either of these guys are somebody I want to roll out with a lot of confidence, but I would be keeping on both of them and seeing which one uh, comes out with the market share after a couple more weeks of Rosen. D- D- Seattle's defense, who Rosen is facing, I think is a nice streaming option this week. Yeah. Low over under. They're favored in this game. Uh, they just came off of a nice performance against Dallas. But on the flip side, I also think Arizona's a decent defense to stream here. Seattle's had their own issues on offense. Mm. This will be in the loud environment in Arizona. I mean, Arizona's so loud, dude. I was watching that game, dude. They don't know how to shut up for their own offense. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. You guys yeah. are so loud out there, dude. Like, we have the most... Rosen's trying to get stuff going on, and they're like, decibel yeah. level so loud, it's like shaking his brain. <laughs> he probably got another concussion just from listening <laughs> yeah, right. to the crowd. They we have the most offensive false starts uh, by opposing offenses since. Like, I do, that's not something to be proud of. I mean, it kind of. I'm saying for def like for opposing offenses. Oh, you're saying they, okay. They okay. Have, like, they, yeah, because our. our I thought you is, meant for the oh, Cardinals. No, no, offense. no, yeah, I I wouldn't have brought that stat up if that were the case. All right, Big Travi. Until next time, that's Big Travi, and I'm Johnny Game Time Hicks, and we're out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whisperers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whisperers.